visually, there's certain scenes that really jump out to me. And that's why I kind of picked it from the trailer. But I realize it's because they stitch together all of the fun looking shots. Yeah, trailers per usual. <laughs> yeah, they, something took, else. they didn't put in the, you know, probably a cumulative hour of just silence. Camp Counselors, a more butter production where we discuss, debate, and inform each other about the best and worst campy movies out there. I am your co-host, reoccurring co-host, Kenny JD, and I'm joined by Mr. Gigi. Hey, guys. Or Mike. <laughs> well, what's what's going on? We're here today for another Camp Counselors episode. Very exciting things. Kenny, uh, I saw that you had some really cool news that you had a BuzzFeed article. I did out there. Uh, any yeah. thoughts? It was um, one of the most humbling experiences I've had because I didn't realize how annoying I sound when someone asked me about <laughs> what it feels like to be a content creator. Mm-hmm. Like it's an ongoing joke now because they were like, if you could use one word to describe yourself as a content creator, what would you say? And I said, <laughs> uninhibited. And it just it feels very like Julia Fox. Like, I'm not in Havana. <laughs> so, but it was really cool. Hopefully, I can finally get verified on some things because I'm shockingly not verified on most social media. I think it's because no one's trying to pose as me anywhere. <laughs> so it's like not like there's any confusion. I guess I thought you were verified but. on Twitter. My bugging. I'm I verified on YouTube and Spotify. <laughs> Those are the only oh, two Spotify places. Spotify verification, actually... okay? Yeah, because like I dabble in music here and there, and so mm-hmm. they kind of you have to do it regardless. I think so. It's like, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. And then that's the end of it. But like Twitter, there's like a whole process where it's like do you have articles about yourself like when you say you're a public figure like what does that even mean and i'm like i don't fucking yeah. know like <laughs> i think i tried like, it one I, time and i got swiftly denied but they told me the reason why i got denied was like oh you need mm. 100k followers if you don't suck it but i was like that's not what? fucking true yeah that's not true <laughs> i think it was because like of the like the choice I chose, like the the way you define yourself as a celebrity or whatever the fuck, they were like, oh, yeah, no, mm. in that category, need 100K, buddy, sorry. But I uh, also still don't believe that, but uh, whatever. I yeah, I don't believe that either. Then, okay, so you're not verified either. All right. I think Amanda's the only one that's verified out of all of us. Amanda sucks, boo. <laughs> sucks, boo. You're not here to oh, defend yourself, say- boo. <laughs> <laughs> say though we did our first um camp counselors together and that was actually a mess and it was so much fun so i'm glad that people enjoyed the mess regardless and that's probably where we're gonna bring it for this episode Mm -hmm. because today we're talking about an art film of sorts uh, a british psychological horror film by the name of possum that mike lodged our way side note oh, i still yeah. find it Throw, funny on me right away that's cool I was, <laughs> so this is his note. suggestion just want to let everybody it was know. i am not claiming this <laughs> because <laughs> because like uh also side note i still love the joke that everyone doesn't know that your name is mike every time it comes up i'm like that shit is hilarious um but we were um talking about possibly doing some disturbing film and uh mike lodged over a few 
choices and I just kind of randomly chose and that's how we got to possum. But uh, we're in for a treat, I, I guess. <laughs> I think just two confused people. going. <laughs> I give you movies that are inanimate objects that kill people and Mike <laughs> gives us the disturbing it, it's a it's, it's a good balance it's what everyone looks forward to but yeah, the, how did you find possum so all i did was type in <laughs> uh movies like antiviral because i liked the discussion oh. <laughs> that came from that and then whatever the fuck came up i started looking at all of them and looking at quick mm. like the quick descriptions and i was like yeah that's why i sent you like a list of five pick mm. one of these they came back with uh some answers one of them was possum so it's kind of a mutual Which, agreement if you really want to look at it in like a technical standpoint, but like technically, yeah. I, yeah. I well here's the thing because you sent over the list and I watched like like just skim through the trailers of each of them and this one was very like visually yes intriguing to me especially when you cut out the rest of the movie and just give me the, the intriguing parts of it, um, but the actual viewing experience. Uh, was an experience. But before we get on that, though, we got to make sure to remind the people to subscribe on YouTube and the More Butter channel and follow us on Spotify. Uh, we're trying to, you know, be in the top 50 film and TV because it's always a fun place to be. Get us to the number one spot. Also give us five star ratings because we really appreciate it. Thank you. But yeah. yeah. So, Possum. Is a first takes <laughs> just s- small little snippets. It's a 2018 British psychological horror film, uh, written yeah. and directed by Matthew Honus in his feature film debut. So I didn't know what to expect. Mm. I thought it was just going to be a very traditional horror movie, maybe with like some kooky elements where I'm like, whoa, this is so fucking gnarly, dude. Mm. Uh, it, it wasn't that. It wasn't, it it wasn't, I wanted it to be that, and it wasn't that. That could maybe add to my disappointment with the movie, Mm. because I, I finished the movie, and I, I, I just, I didn't know what to, I don't know, it just wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, okay, it wasn't like a, oh, damn, that's crazy, like, I got nothing out of it. I didn't like the movie. I didn't like the movie. did you also have to read a Wikipedia article to actually know what the hell is going on? Because that's what I did. I, I immediately <laughs> typed in possum explained on YouTube. So I okay, was like, all right, someone give me all the info so I can be like, oh, you know what? Actually, now I appreciate this movie. It still didn't do it, though. No. It still didn't do it for me. I actually did the same thing. I think we had, <laughs> yeah, that's what we were saying. We probably watched the same video. Yeah. Uh, with a dude with an Irish accent who was explaining the the complexities and the and the and the dark nuance of the film, which is well and good on him. Great uh, video article um, and all the nerdy shit video he liked about it. <laughs> and all the, like I I was really watching the video like wow this video essay is incredibly in depth for what the fuck I just watched. I don't know how you how you really got here. Um. But, you know, well, let's, I guess, a quick 
if we can even do it quickly, run through of vaguely what the movie is about. It's about this man named Philip, who is a disgraced children's puppeteer who returns to his childhood home and is forced to confront the abuse and trauma he suffered there, um, which is a very concise and whittled down explanation of what the viewing experience actually is, because we don't know why he gets fired, but there is this kind of element around him being a bit of a creeper and him not really being let around children. Um, But there's also a child that goes missing named Michael, if I'm not mistaken. And (laughs) (laughs) taking the attention away from our mic. (laughs) So, but, um, and throughout the movie, we're kind of wondering if Philip had anything to do with it. But come to find out the person that ended up kidnapping the child and who ends up being a bit of a tormentor throughout the film is Philip's uncle, Maurice. I was about to forget his name. Maurice. Um, Morris, as he's called in the movie. Morris. (laughs) And then throughout the movie, uh, Philip is trying to be rid himself of this puppet that he has. That is like this. I will say the puppet was effectively creepy to me. Um and the puppet has a head on it that looks like Philip and these like spider legs. And throughout the movie, you see him trying to get rid of it as much as possible, but it just keeps reappearing in some way. Um, and <clears throat> and that is essentially the movie when it all culminates in, um, I guess, Philip owning his trauma. And accepting his trauma, fighting off Maurice, killing him, and saving You Michael. sound so bored right now. Because I am! The whole movie bored the fuck out of me. I was, it was a look, metaphor. I, you didn't get it, Kenny. You didn't get I, it. You I actually did. People, that's, okay? that's, that's, that's Gotta be on another plane. You don't get it. This is how I feel whenever I talk to art people. It's like, I just don't think you saw... The vision. <laughs> and it's like, I did. I get it. Yeah. Trauma. Cool. That he can't get rid of. Yeah. I love how much you didn't respect the movie at all. Like, you didn't even call for a spoiler <laughs> warning at all when you were saying that. You went straight to the not- ending. Didn't give a single fuck. You were like, this is it. This is what happens. Because it's Take an it. hour. It's like an hour and a half of just saying, like, is something going to happen? <laughs> and then, like, we have like a jump scare every like give or take 35 40 minutes and it's just like this is it was torturous it felt like a very particularized slow burn that i was like is it gonna go somewhere and when it finally does it's so abrupt and then it's over and i'm like okay that's I was, it i i i know this sounds this is this is going to come off a certain way to people regardless right but i it's right. i was way more interested in the actual story of the puppet and mm. just like if there wasn't a metaphor in place i was like this is fucking cool and i was watching it and i was into it and i was like i mm. want to know what's happening it keeps coming back dude this is nuts like what is it like is it supernatural mm. is it is, maybe it's like a figment of his imagination or like something weirds in the air in town cuz like the town is so just like barren Desolate. and fucking just there's nothing there it's like there's a story here and people are looking at him weird that puppeteer shit was probably crazy but then i just 
it kept going on with that. <laughs> and I was like, I okay. And then it then Morris Maurice fucking kept talking. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get, okay, was is this going to this direction? And then at the end, when he's shoving his fingers down his mouth, spoiler alert, and just being fucking weird as shit and spanking him with with his trousers down. It didn't it didn't do it for me. It wasn't it wasn't the home run I was waiting for. I I just personally didn't like it. I'm not trying I I hate when I have to shit on an artsy film film because then (laughs) I know there's pricks in the audience who think not already, not our audience, of course, not but, our audience, yeah, but certainly other people that people would think like, like oh, you just like Marvel movies with bright colors and loud sound effects, and it's like, no, that's not what it is. I just didn't like this person a movie. It's rated very well on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got a ninety percent from the critics, fifty two percent audience score. Wow, that's higher than I would expect, honestly, from audiences. Yeah. Even if you're like showing it at like a like a very pretentious art festival, even like I feel like in a way that there is <clears throat> this movie feels like a gauntlet. That's it. It just feels like okay, we're following him along, trying to get rid of this puppet. And once you finally like after the second time or so, you notice like oh okay, this puppet just keeps reappearing, and um, okay, so there's something going on with that. Uh, but it like you get at like 45 minutes I checked and I was like, this is the longest 45 minutes I've ever witnessed a movie. And we get to like, I remember distinctly, we got to um, an hour and 14 minutes and the movie is only about an hour and 25 minutes. So, and some of that is credits and we get to <laughs> 10 minutes before the movie ends. And I'm like, is anything going to fucking happen? <laughs> like, goddamn. And then something finally does. And it's just like, oh, shocker, Maurice was the people was the person kidnapping children and also abused him. And it's like, I I assumed that, I guess, at some point. And then it's just this like jarring him being creepy. And then even how he dies again is ultimately incredibly unsatisfying. Like he snaps his neck and that's mm-hmm. it. There was no like cathartic. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. I want blood <laughs> or something. I don't know. But I was expecting something more, like worthy of all this time we spent building up the suspense. Yeah. But yeah, no, this movie sucks, and I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I just maybe if maybe if I had more like um, I don't know, like stamina to just sit and watch slow burn art film, maybe this wouldn't bother me as much. But it was bad. <laughs> so I think it was one of we, those sorry shoot. Oh no good. Oh no, I was just gonna say maybe there's some like good things that you noted around along the way. I was gonna give it a backhanded compliment just now, and I was gonna say <laughs> um I would have loved if this movie was shorter. I'm not saying it had to be, right? Mm. Yeah, I'm sure if I spoke to people who really like this movie. They'd be mm. like, well, no, it needs to be this long because of A, B, and C. But I would have loved this as a short film. I would have even loved it as something maybe even in like the ABCs of Death anthology. Because mm. I think this could have hit much harder if... Because in, in fucking like 10 minutes, I'm not going to figure out what the twist is, right? But then if it ends with right. that, I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. I like this concept a lot. But mm. as this long of a movie, I get there's like a lot of, there's a lot of cool shots. It looks nice. A lot of cool shit. It's dope. There's if it's just a feature 
feature debut. You know, it's good for him. That's awesome. I'm sure, he's got a bright future ahead of him. She's probably made other films. I'm not paying attention. I don't know, but <laughs> not the one for me. Not my recommendation. I'm sure some of you in the audience will love this film. Mm. Uh, I'm not one of those people. It kind of sounds like Kenny's not one of those people. I am Just not taking a I guess will definitively here. Definitively say no. <laughs> but yeah, I'll just I mean, lay it on the lines. Sh- shout out, uh, Ryan Hollinger is the guy that uh, Kenny was referring to, the Irish guy uh, who made a video talking about it. Maybe watch that if you've seen the movie. He seems it's, to. He seems he makes it sound extraordinary. So yeah, he makes it sound. That's what I mean. I was like, did we watch the same movie? <laughs> How did you get to this like incredible? Like, well, I do recognize that there is, because I guess some of the art film nerds will be like, well, you know, it's it's him being chased down by his trauma. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I I am aware of that. And still, this movie was a grueling experience. I will say, though, visually, it's cool. Sometimes, uh, like, there's certain scenes that really jump out to me and that's why I kind of picked it from the trailer, but I realized it's because they stitched together all of the fun looking, <laughs> looking, uh, shots. Yeah, trailers per usual. <laughs> yeah. They, something took, else. they didn't, they didn't put in the, you know, probably a cumulative hour of just silence. That's mm. another component that's really grueling about the movie. And maybe that lends to some of its horror, but like, there's very few words said by anybody in this movie. And so large stints of it is just silence and watching him walk through leaves or watching him walk through the street or watching him walk somewhere else. And it's just like, okay, yeah, good, great. And, uh, but there's, there's some visually compelling scenes. Um, I like, the the black rain that was raining on him i liked the uh i like the puppet itself uh, going back to that the puppet mm-hmm. is freaky i'm not into spiders so that doubly freaked me out any scene that was really focused on it um that's all i got <laughs> yeah that's a wrap guys thank you for watching cam <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by Jarritos. Yes, that's right. The delicious Jarritos, which has 12 flavors, including strawberry mango, tamarind, mandarin, Jamaica, 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 grapefruit, lime, Mexican cola, and more. My favorite flavor is tamarind. That's why it's front and center right over here. It comes in a glass bottle. No HFCS. All natural flavors made with real sugar. So get the Jarritos Fiesta Packs at Walmart to try every flavor. Link is in the description. And thank you, Haritos, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I kind of look at this as the equivalent of, like a, like, like a, like in music. I hear people criticize J. Cole a lot because they're like, oh, he's, mm. he's boring, whatever the fuck. And it's like, nah, dude, you just gotta listen to what he's saying. And it's like, I can appreciate what he's saying, but I don't want to play this in the car. And it's like, okay, that's mm. fair. I kind of have that same feeling with this. Like when I heard Ryan talk about this, and I saw another thing too, uh, kind of talking about everything inside the movie and i was like i can appreciate everything you guys are saying i'm not calling you liars i very much think (laughs) all those things are put in there purposely it's very fucking cool i'm more interested hearing you talk about it than i am watching the movie. i don't want to go back and watch the movie either to now appreciate all those 
factors because I'm not because I did it on the initial <laughs> run. I'm not a fucking phony. I'm not going to be like, oh, now I'm into everything in the atmosphere. Oh, I and see this. the message. No, I, I, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't call out to me. And uh, I just really like the scene uh, near the end where he's actually being chased down by the puppet, chased down by the puppet. Yeah. You know, fucking quotation marks. Um, because it looks fucking cool. And it looks genuinely fucking creepy. It doesn't look weird, even for like a slightly goofy looking puppet. Mm. Looks really fucking dope. Love that scene. Yep. I am curious, like how they got a cast of his face because it looks like him. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely uh, does. To completely rip off the video, who who was it again? <laughs> the person who, who made the video on it, Ryan Hollinger. Ryan Hollinger. Shout out Ryan Hollinger. Shout out to Ryan Hollinger. <laughs> but uh, he kind of brought up that. Because the puppet does look like him, it's not just his trauma. It could also be interpreted as his own self-hatred. And I was like, that's dope. I see that. I'm with you there. Uh, So, like, his constant desire to be rid himself of it is also, to some degree, his own um, issue with his own self. Mm -hmm. And being that we don't really know his background much, we don't know why he lost his job we can't really understand to what degree he is like the innocent bystander of his uncle who's been committing crimes or if he is unfortunately the result of the abuse of his uncle and also continue to perhaps perpetuate some violence against kids but you see how that was more intriguing of like nuanced psychological question than actually watching the movie (laughs) like I'm all for, like, I actually find it incredibly impressive that anyone um, can make this movie sound more interesting than it actually is. And for that, I applaud you again, uh, people on Wikipedia that made it sound more interesting. People like Ryan Hollinger that was able to make a beautiful YouTube essay off of it. Let's go, Ryan. But let's go, Ryan. I called him Brian just now. Ryan. <laughs> let's go, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've seen Ryan, some of Ryan's other videos. Honestly, I recognize his voice yeah. right away. He, he's a he's a good content yeah. creator. Yeah, I ended up going down his uh, a few of his other videos, and I found one where um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger was fighting Satan, and I was like, okay, that sounds like a movie worth seeing. So I'm gonna have to watch that video. I have it in my my list of things to watch over the weekend because um, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, probably. I haven't seen the movie, but I take that over possum. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I've had. Oh man, when I well, when I had the Leprechaun podcast with Amanda, mm. I think I told her that was the worst movie I saw. And now, really, I think Leprechaun has been dethroned. <laughs> I if I had to choose, if I was in a room chained up, and they were like, "You have to rewatch one of the movies you watched on Camp Counselors." <laughs> I'm not choosing Possum. I'd rewatch no. Leprechaun. And yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, guys. I, I, I do feel like to some degree the movie does feel like a challenge in and of itself. Like if you really want to see like someone from beginning to end focus on this movie, I think it is something to to challenge them with. Like, no, you can't look at your phone. No, you can't go to the bathroom. Sit here for an hour. It's just and torture. Five minutes. <laughs> what you're describing. It's torture. <laughs> like it's so slow, and they don't say anything. And then also, like when they do say things, I can barely hear it. I'm also one of those people that watch everything with like uh, English like subtitles on it. 
mm-hmm. like closed captioning just because like I just don't want to miss anything and even the things that I was like listening to didn't match up with the subtitles at all so I was like am I missing like a whole and maybe that's the point of the movie because like so many things are just like alluded to and you're supposed to I guess extrapolate extrapolate what's going on with him with very little base information and at some point it's just like I don't fucking care <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about anything happening to him. I just need this movie to end. And again, you go an hour and 14 minutes where not a damn thing happens. And it's, it is torturous. And I stand by that. But if you can figure out how to um, perhaps whittle it down, again, if it were turned into a short, I think this would be a very good short film. I believe it was based off of a short story. So maybe there it had more of like a concise, um, like it had, it had the things that are necessary to put us as an audience into the film so that we understand like every action and what it truly means. Mm -hmm. Um, But not, well, I, now I sound like, well, you need to explain everything better. But, like, I understand that some things are left purposely ambiguous. But to yeah. such an extent, it's like, wow, I am bored. <laughs> but apparently we're not. Apparently we're in the minority in regards to, like, people that truly don't like it. I I, I would say we're we're definitely in the minority. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not against artsy films and i know it, people mm. could probably call bullshit on that but even something like <laughs> even something shit like begotten if, if you watch begotten yeah ever, i i couldn't get through it i didn't know yeah. what was i got through like maybe maybe 10 minutes and i was just like i can't do this yeah begotten's <laughs> like miles below this so i'm not gonna disrespect that this movie like that but like that's revered <laughs> as like an art film and like bro you just you don't like begotten no why the fuck would i watch that ever it's such a horrible, horrible just, just mangling of nothing. I don't care that there's like, like oh, it's symbolism. I don't give a shit. That does not carry the <laughs> film. I don't want to sit there for an hour and a half. I'm constantly checking the time to be like, excuse me, why is this taking so long? I, I don't. I want will that. just watch the spooky rice uh, edit. Thank you. I do not want to actually. Sit yeah, here I'm, actually I'm with you on that. But apparently, though, it won best actor. I will give him that for Sean Harris. Is that the main character? I believe so. Um, He did. As much as you can in a movie like this, he did a good job as an actor. So I need to actually give him his flowers on that because he made he certainly made me uncomfortable. And I think that was the point. Mm -hmm. He's kind of like like every everything felt real and surreal. So I guess, again, that's a talent in and of itself, bringing that in. One Best Supporting Actor with Aloon Armstrong. And Best Cinematography. And all of these were at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival Award. Yeah, I like so. I like both the actors. I didn't have any issue with the actors. I just... No. Um, I, I think one of, the, one of the videos I saw said that... It might have been Ryan's video. Where mm-hmm. he said that they purposely didn't talk offset to... Uh, like have a very like legitimate shit chemistry 
on camera because that's what they were supposed to have. They weren't supposed to be friends or buddies in any kind of way. Like they were supposed to be this mm. weird, estranged family members. Mm. And that that's definitely cool. that that was definitely palpable on screen. Like at no point was I like, wow, I believe. It's not that any point was. I wasn't ever taken out by acting or by. They actually both did incredible, actually, especially because so much of the movie is dependent on nonverbal dialogue. It is mostly just like what you see on screen, what emotions you see, what actions are taking place. Um, it, it It's virtually a silent film uh, for the most part. Um, but. <sighs> that is really hard to sit through for an hour and a half. When oftentimes it's just like um, people just—it's uh, just mostly people doing the same things that they've done in other scenes, just to cement that this is the reason why they're doing it. Again, getting rid of the um, the puppet and it continually coming back. And at some point, after you threw it away twelve times, we know that we know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, it's a. It's- it's it's funny. I uh I knew I wasn't going to say too many good things about this film when we came to talk about this, but I didn't realize we would literally just trash it for half an hour. Yeah. But that's kind of what it ended up being. I'm scared to ask um Okay. What is on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being tent on fire, 10 being delicious s'more. Uh your thoughts on that? Um I'm leaning towards like a one and a half two. Yeah. Okay. And the only thing that is keeping it from going like, well, no, I'll give it a two and a half. And because visually it's really nice, I think, again, the acting is really good, but the actual enjoyability factor is not there for me. It's bad. I'll give it like two, ah, two and a half. Because the acting is really good, and the cinematography is pretty good too. So that's fair. Okay, low score. Is that the lowest score you've dished out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think I don't remember what I what I rated Leprechaun. Um, I think this is <laughs> I, I think this is a three. Maybe someone will say I rated Leprechaun lower, but mm. uh, I think I'm going to put this at a three. It's just even if you know what, even if Leprechaun is like the shittier, just more flawed film. Which mm. it it is. I still would rather watch that though than this. That's how like fucky this sounds and how dumb it sounds. How dumb it sounds like saying it out loud. But, I am curious yeah. if anyone ends up watching it after this, would they be able to find the unapparent wonder in it that maybe me and you have missed? Because I'm sure they'll put it down in the comment section. I'd be very surprised if they listen to our <laughs> half hour podcast. Absolutely just dumping on this movie. And they're like, I gotta watch it. Hey, they said no. it's the most boring thing ever for an hour and a half. Say less. I'm on the way. Because people people are masochists. <laughs> They'll be like, it can't be that bad. What? What do you mean? Yeah. And just, they get like 12 minutes in. Oh fuck. Okay. They they weren't kidding. But let's yeah. send it away. Send it home, Mike. All right. <laughs> so um yeah, that's all we got to say about the movie Possum. If you guys would like to watch it, feel free to do so. We do not encourage it whatsoever. But 
Uh, Make sure to follow More Butter on Instagram, Twitter, (laughs) TikTok, Spotify. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe on YouTube. I am Mr. Gigi. I am joined by Kenny JD. Where can they find you, Mike? See, she is. Uh, she she is. She's got a. She's got her own show on More Butter TV. It's called I Do In Defense <laughs> of. If you guys want to check that out, that's a lot of fun. That's also a lot of fun. Uh, where can they find you, Mike, on social media and they also f- on YouTube? <laughs> oh, gee, thanks for asking, Kenny. Uh, you can find me, <laughs> Miss Gigi, on YouTube. I upload hilarious videos, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Mister Gigi. That is T H E Mister Gigi. Thank you. Because someone stole it. <laughs> yeah. Where can they find you, Kenny JD? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All of those are also Kenny JD. And we thank you for joining us here today, even though it was a pretty negative review. <laughs> Maybe we'll come back with something more exciting next time. Yeah. Spoiler. Thank, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to the Camp Counselors podcast. As always, Do not forget to butter your popcorn. Thank you, guys. Innuendo.